Yo! Fat man at the chopper power. I got my motherfucker nigga Young June here. Uncle June. For those that don't know, man. Yo, hey, what's up, y'all? What's up? What's up? Movie producer, motherfucker, book writer, uh, book writer. We finna chop it up with a man to see what he got going on. Uncle June, welcome to the chopper power. What's up, brother? Man. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? Man, good, bro. So what's up, man? What we got here? I, I, you just bought us this book in here. This, man. Your, this your first book you wrote, June? That's my first book I wrote. Well, nah, that's actually my second book I wrote, but the first one that actually got distributed. Don't want to talk about, um, bro. Book teaches kids how to deal with police and now they parents. So I wanted to work on a touchy topic, but okay. also be able to entertain. So straight up, bro. Straight up. What? 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 Drove you into writing a book, man. You don't find a lot of us, man, that's into writing books. There's a lot of black authors out there, man. But this, you the right first one I ever met that actually wrote a book, man. Um, what? honestly. I was at the park writing a movie script and my uncle, he's a police officer, one of his friends happened to walk into the park and it's half white kids, half black kids, all the black kids just ran out the park just all seeing them. And I'm like, damn, that's kind of fucked up. Like, and the white kids are so oblivious to the right. fact that he's a cop. Like, right. Most kids, like, they'll run up to a cop. Right. So I was like, with all that was going on, I think it was just the right amount of time to do this type of book. So okay. first I came up with the house on structure, so I looked at a bunch of kids books. I have no kids, so I don't know what gotcha. really a kids I book gotcha. consists of. I got you. And just wanted to make it interesting, so the book has like a Dr. Seuss type of feel, but with an urban type of style to it. Definitely. So the Definitely. main character is my godson, uh, Josiah. Shout out to Josiah and Father okay. Jeremiah. Okay. That's what's happening. Oh, yeah, that was here the front of the Yeah, that's what oh. we're talking about. Yeah, no, I'm gonna get him while you're talking about it. I'm trying to have to talk, but I wanted to really pick me up. Yeah, I'm gonna do the talk of Urban Child Survival Guide. It's available on Amazon. Also, you can get it directly on my website, nowandnextent.com. Also, with the exclusive audiobook for the book, so I got that on there as well. Okay, so let's okay. with it. All right, dude, this book released when? Um, June? Honestly, the, the sad part of the day I remember, I don't remember the exact date, but it was the day that George Floyd passed away. Oh, like, man. it was like I dropped it that morning, and then look, I got the news that afternoon. No so, later than five months ago, then. Yeah, no later than five months. months. Like, right before, it was in the middle of COVID. Okay. But it wasn't at the height. Like, I think things didn't shut down yet when gotcha. I first dropped that book. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Damn, so you say the, the the young character, you you the nephew you say you No, it's my godson. Godson. So like um I don't know, he's young now, he, he is damn it, about to hit ten so nah, so I Josiah. take that back. Josiah. Okay. Josiah's about to be seven. Okay. Seven. So yeah, I wrote it after him. It's like basically a conversation between the uncle, which I'm really his godfather, but uncle and the nephew. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's cool, man. Yeah, it's dope as hell, bro. And I like the way you illustrated the characters on here, man. Now, the illustration goes exactly to Alexandria Scott. Shout out to New Jersey. Alexandria drew the book from front to back, cover to end. This is dope. And uh, she's like, this is her first book she ever did as well. She, she illustrates. She's actually, um, I think, graduating top of her class on massage therapy. So whoever's out in Jersey, hit up Alexandria Scott. She definitely can illustrate and do everything. Anything this young lady puts her mind to, she pulls off. This is dope, man. Where you from originally, though, New York, man. New York. York. Yeah. What part, man? Uh, Westchester. Westchester. Yeah, so okay. home of like DMX. Okay. Um, who is it? We got Albie Shore, we got Heavy D. Oh, Leo. right, right. Yeah. Now the numbers go on and on. Word. Wow, man. That's pretty fucking cool, man. You were telling me a minute ago about the movies, man. You say you shot a sh short, short film. Was it a short film? Or? Yeah, he shot a short. Nigga, <laughs> try it through. Yeah, he shot, I shot a short film called Home Going. Okay. Uh, I filmed that movie on my birthday this past, well, this year, during July. Okay. I, I pride myself on making things in a way difficult than what they have to be, but I feel like it is that more special. Okay. So I filmed the movie in two days. I filmed it oh. on my birthday, the July 11th and July 12th. We wrapped the movie, well, I'll say 13th, we wrapped the movie at like midnight on July 12th. How many characters? We got 
probably like in the whole film, probably like 12 characters, okay. multiple locations. Okay. Got a soundtrack that body. A lot of people was. Get the uh, fuck out of here. Really? <laughs> like the soundtrack is different. I got an artist from Orlando, Shoshana. Okay. Girl got pipes. Then I got Cartel from Mount Vernon. Also, not to, not even to count him out, we got Brahminite, his son. Oh, wow. Brahminite, it's Brahminite Jr.'s song that's gotcha. featuring him on the soundtrack. Gotcha, gotcha. And everyone else is literally people I knew from around the way that got heart and got talent, just needed an opportunity. So. No doubt, bro. No Soundtrack's doubt. Soundtrack's crazy. So you dealt with pretty much the locals outside of Brahminite, Knight, people that's actually out here on the ground doing things. On the ground running, because literally it's more of a humbleness, but more of an urgency. I agree. Because even the people that are part of my team, I ask them, is this what you want to do? Because I never want to push someone else's dream if they don't want it. Gotcha. So literally, they, they book they had book their own shows, do their own events, had their own merch, and literally just just another thing to add to the resume. So if they do want to go to a label, right. they got that background. Like, oh, I also have a soundtrack. Exactly, exactly. Damn, this, this movie you say homegrown, man. Um, what's it about? Somebody dying? Uh, it's it, it's about death, but also about how death can bring light. Like something like a lot of people don't know about them until the day they die. Like you might like damn that nigga did all that. Like you don't know yeah, yeah. you don't know someone's dirty laundry or what but they about until exactly, they leave this world. Exactly, exactly. So it talks about that, family, talks about How long was the film? Well there's two versions of it, because for the film festival, uh, short films had to be forty five minutes or less. Okay. The version I'm gonna release everyone else gonna be like about like an hour and some change. I want some change. Because it's not the bloopers and I had the stuff that right. some people said they that I right. shouldn't keep in it. Literally it's gonna be raw and uncut. Okay. And that's gonna be the one I'm gonna have out. So I'm talking with a few distributors of where it's gonna be, but my goal is to drop it the same weekend it's coming to America too. Oh, so when did that come out? December, right? Uh, December 18th. Okay. You in the film? Huh? No, I'm not. not I'm not in there yet. Like I, no, I wish I was to America. Oh, I'm talking about nigga. Yo, film, nigga. But in my film, yeah, I play a preacher. You a preacher in the film? <laughs> okay. Okay, so, man. That's fucking cool, man. A film fucking maker, man. Yeah, I've been doing things that people kind of undervalue. So you producing yourself? Paid for it myself. Uh, I didn't like the music was me. My music coordinator, Stephen McBride. Um, all the locations I found, the casting I did, um, pretty much all the casting myself. Did it get expensive? Huh? Did it get expensive? They, they got, I'm sure. Yeah. That's how we pay for yeah, it. So. There it is. So um, it was expensive, but it's like I didn't have to pay as much as most people. Gotcha. I got like the actors, or literally a bunch of people that I knew from around the way that wanted gotcha. the actors need the opportunity. Right, so right, I wrote, right, I critiqued the characters right. and matched them. Right, right, right. Locations, locations with people that knew me since I was a kid or like they owe me a favor for fixing something. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. It all just came together. So mostly my money went to editing, camera, lighting. We shot the movie with like four cameras. Okay. We were shooting for like almost 12 hour days. Yeah, so, yeah, just to get that shot, right? Yeah, to get it done. Like in plus multiple locations. Because most of the film festival, most of the films, short films at least, be like one camera, two people, one location, maybe one song. Where you shot at? I shot in Mount Vernon, I shot in Yonkers, I shot in Ossining. Okay. Basically, I shot all around Westchester, and, and the cast is all from Westchester County. I only have one person that did like a small role for New York City. Okay. But I wanted, since I'm from Westchester, I wanted to do like a Westchester no doubt, project. No doubt, no doubt, if you hood. No definitely. Hey, hey, um... Do they police fuck with you, man, when you out there shooting on the street? Uh, honestly, <laughs> so, like, I was in White Plains, so a lot of the cops knew me, but surprisingly, no cops came. Mine just the door COVID, so cops really is wasn't it illegal? Control. It ain't legal, is it? Yeah, the permits and all that, so I was filming in the project. 
Okay. So literally, we shut down Stay the projects. Away from yeah, because the projects on Ferris, shout out to Ferris Avenue. The projects are literally the courthouse is a few miles away by the mall. Mm-hmm. This project was like it looked like it was in the woods and they built it there. So right. it like you have to go there for a reason or as a patrol. Right, right. The cops did a patrol this day, so we stopped in traffic. We tell them we want to move. We move. Tell them people to move their cars. We doing scenes in the middle of the road. We, we blocked up the sidewalk because I had like kids double dutching while the characters were going back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a lot without the cops even knowing. Yeah, yeah, hey man. You so like, do what you gotta do. But like, I didn't make it hot though. So it wasn't like a bunch of people in the middle of the road. Like I was letting cars go by. And we was like making it work. And right. it's supposed to rain that day. And like if right, it rained, right. it would mess things up. God yeah, willing, we got it done. Like yeah. nothing stopped us. Hey, Jim, I ain't mean to cut you off. You got an active background? What in the school? You took any classes? Uh, I went to, well, I graduated from Wellington High School here in Palm Beach. Went to TCC with hopes of going to Florida State. My knee got tight, so I left school. Okay. And I was like, I'm going to go to LA Film School. Damn sure couldn't afford that. Yeah, that's my dollar shit. <laughs> so the best way I knew how to get a film school education, social media is a powerful tool. Right. I looked up different women that went to LA Film School. Okay. Okay. So then they DM, DM slides can't be helpful. But <laughs> slid, slid yeah, in yeah. and asked what year of school when they was in. They started asking like what books were they reading. Okay. And I started getting the books or kind of like finding out like reading what the books right. had entailed. Right. And I kind of self-taught myself. So like from watching a bunch of old films, new films, and what I read from those books, I kind of self-taught right. myself. You feel like you got the chops? Pretty much. Cause a, a film school just teaches you how to do films that everyone else has already done. They, they can't teach you to be creative. No doubt about it. So like even the way I write the scripts, the way I direct the films, I do them a little bit differently than most people. Like right. I watch. A lot of directors cut to film, see why they did what, and I kind of found on my certain way of doing things. Okay, okay. Hey, Junior, that's pretty dope, man. I, Cause I'm writing a script right now too. Okay. Uh, I'm damn near finished, but I was just telling Chuck about it. It's not called Mr. Spade, man. That's the name. It's a guy uh, that beats his woman, and uh, I know it's a little edgy, man. But I'm an edgy nigga. I like it. I like. It, I don't like doing something everyone expects. I like uh, ruffling feathers. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. The streets ain't made They get attention more. I, for whatever reason, I feel like when you go subtle with a man, it's like yeah, everybody sees something. It all just comes with who's acting too. That's true. But like, the way I see it is the streets ain't for everyone. That's why they made something. I agree. I agree. So like, agree. the edgier the better. No doubt about it. So it also depends like, what's the flow? Also, who's filming? Because a lot of people see someone do camera work like, oh, they're a director. I'm like, you're a director of photography. Right. You're looking at one point of view of how a movie's being shot, right. but the director's watching how everyone else will see it. I see. So right. Like, so it just depends on like, right. who you have But filming. you directed your own. Your own I directed part. it, but like also, Millimeter Mac, he's the um, the gentleman that did the video work. He helped me with certain things. He's more seasoned in the game. You got it. Him got and his um, daughter. They have the highest gross of web series in New York, like called Juicy the Series. They got like millions of views. They won almost every web series award in New York. So he kind of like was showing me like, yo, you should think about doing that. So he was giving me tips and all that, but okay. I had a gist of how to run it. I was helping with cameras, like we're doing four cameras. I might need one of the cameraman to, to walk in the scene just as an extra, so I'm recording this. So I was gotcha, everything. Gotcha, gotcha. Hey, you gotta get it, man. Hey, we need help with your film. Let me know. I got something. I like definitely do. That's why I'm glad you came through today, man. It kind of helped me uh, walk because I don't really know how to shoot it. I, I I got a vision of how I wanted to be done, but I don't know. It's all about honestly. I say for home going to work out the best. I say thank you to the cast. Cause literally, you can have a great written film, but they got delivered. So like my cast, none of them has ever acted. We have rehearsals every other week at a park doing social distancing, yelling our lines across each other, and it worked. So literally just like how you cast like um, the lead female is Jackie. Jackie, um, my cousin, she's a twin. Okay. Beautiful young lady, never acted before, but she has a dramatic tendency about her. So gotcha. like, you, do you want to act? Like, I don't know. I gave her some lines. 
for her character and she bought him. She did a, a, a screen test okay. and killed people that actually acted this shit up from around the way. I'm like, gotcha. Gotcha. some people have raw talent. It just depends how you pick the character, but also how you how you see that character, who right. you know, uh, who you actually know that can fit the character, yeah. or if you got the money to pay for the union to get no. an actual actor. Exactly, exactly. I actually, I got some background, man. I, uh, I went to school in Boca Hill for about a year, year and a half. Mm -hmm. Two, maybe two years. I went to, uh, I forgot the name of the damn school, man. I, I did it, I, cause I, I come, I got, I was with the talent agency called uh, Martin and Donald's in Hollywood down here. So okay. that's how, kind of how I got into it. That's, I landed my first scene. I had landed with this, the, the Trick Daddy video on Thug Holiday. That was my first job. Okay. After that, I did like fucking, Several uh, CSI Miami joints, man. Okay. I had so many of those, but like that's funny. The dude that plays the lead in my homegrown film, okay. he's a regular extra on Law and Order. Yeah, like, oh, he's, really? the only, he's the only actual actor in the whole cast. Okay, wow. Like, everyone else is literally just raw, but yeah, he's yeah. like he did Law and Order. So it's yeah, like I never been in no major film, but I've seen shooters. Well, you ever saw what was the movie with Tracy Morgan and Bruce Willis? Super Cop, something like that. I don't know. But they had a scene like a basketball scene, and like you see me for a few seconds playing basketball in the park. Yeah. We didn't get paid or nothing. They just said like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we in a movie, we don't get paid. Like, hey, hey, <laughs> but taking advantage of opportunity. Words, so. It's dealt, man. That's so. Yeah, that's what kind of encouraged me though, uh, June to be honest, kind of get a little more into it. But I, I always had an interest in it. That's why this script I've been writing, I got to put, I got to shoot this scene that I want to shoot. It's, it's literally a scene, maybe a, a scene in a piece. I don't know how you really word it in the movie. Well, every page is a minute. Every page is a So minute. if you like, what are you using to write the script? Like Final Draft? Uh, no, I've been writing it by hand. So like, all right, so because that's why I started doing it first. My first script was an essay. Uh, I'm going from end then, like literally when you write a script, you have to put to the left side, what do you see on the camera? To the middle is the line that you have. Uh, to the right is camera direction. So you put cut to, so like they'll jump to another scene, fade to black, that means something else is about to happen, so cut mm, off the whole scene. Gotcha. So I had to learn, like, I, I took scripts and like reworked them, like, all right, this is definitely how you're supposed to read it. So okay. I started downloading scripts to see how they look. Gotcha. I'm like, okay, so you have to put left, left, right, middle. So like one page is really probably like half a page because it's indented and then you, right. you hit tab. So doing it like that is cool as long as you can separate people's lines or just go back and redo it. Because once you have a finish of what the script is, gotcha. you feeling like it's pretty much easy, just tedious. Right. Yeah, I funny thing you missed that. So there, I know it's a proper etiquette in shooting, but it ain't always gotta go with the etiquette etiquette of shooting, does it? It don't no. have to always be the way it should be. I like. found my movie from from end to the beginning. Yeah. Like it's literally just keeping track of where you leave. Well, that's why if you see the markers in movies, they'll show what scene and what page they're on. Gotcha. So basically, they have to go back to look at the marker. That's why the markers in front of the camera. So when you look at that film, the film, the beginning of the film always has the marker, so they don't have to open it to see what it is. Gotcha. Like, okay, that says scene twelve, page three. Gotcha. So look at the script. So that's how they follow the edit. So it just depends. It's tedious. The certain the location for my film got changed last minute, so I had to film it early than when I was supposed to. So I filmed the ending parts, got that done. Now I went back to the last day to do the beginning. Uh, so then when they edit it, they know where it's supposed to go. So gotcha. it just really just depends who's doing camera work. Who did all your editing? Um, Millimeter Mac. Like, look, the camera guy, I paid him to camera work, sound, lighting, and editing. Real shit. So literally, he gave me a good deal. I couldn't be like, had the best price, plus he had the best track record to edit. Gotcha. Like, he did. He did. Shooting scenes in the middle of Harlem, and you thought they were really shooting. Like you had bullets flying, bouncing on cars that never really happened. I'm like, right, right. That, like that, yeah, like, I don't got nothing crazy like that in my film, but he got that boy, man. You got the most scripts in the can right now that you want to um, put on, put out there. Well, I, I have a script in circulation now with a few networks. I can't say their names, okay. but um, What's the name called Able. 
Yeah, that one. Okay. It got some hood shit. It got some hood shit too. It got it got stuff that was stir feathers up, especially during this time period with all this mm-hmm. going on. So got the music, got the games, so got the got the southern feel to right. it. There's something different. What so. got you in the right, Joe? I think my pops. Like me and my pops before he passed, we always had a bond of movies. So like we'll watch black and white movies like Abbott and Costello. To watching De- Def Comedy Jam, New Jack City, Sugar right. Hill. We'll watch documentaries, movies, and as I got older, he'll say, What you think? I'm like, It was cool. He said, You know what? Write it down. So instead of me telling him what I thought, he'll have me write it down. Then he'll say, like, What do you think of the ending? Like, I would have right. did this. No, write it down. Right. So I started writing down different endings. I started writing right. down how right. I opened it. And then eventually I started to be good with storytelling. That's what it's about. So I was like, That's what So your boy inspired you basically wow. early. Yeah, Alvin Costello, man, you just told me how old you was when you brought that name up. How old do you think I am? Shit, you probably, well, 38? I'm 26. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so this man had you watching Vintage Film. He had to watch a Vintage Film! 30, Alvin, I thought that old. Man, hey, 36. I, I was going off of what you told me though, Joe. You said Alvin Costello, dude, that's black and white shit. My dad, my dad was older. My dad, if he was still alive, he'll be 70 something, I think. Cause my dad was born in 1947. That's, that's cool. That means so, season, bro. Yes, yeah, so I had old school parents. Yeah, like, damn, season, 30s, bro. damn, ladies, hey, really? 30s. <laughs> hey, I ain't going off of the look. I'm going off of what you say you was watching oh, yeah. in my mind. You know what I'm saying? But those movies are classics. Like some of the movies are, are timeless. Like they are, Alvin Costello's hilarious. My dad so had me watch the um, Three Stooges. The, the Three Stooges, but also the minstrel shows. Like, yeah. Like those shows that had like black folks as butlers yeah. and all that. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, this is fucked up. And I'm yeah. like, this was this was funny back then. I'm like, how's that really funny? But it just shows who they were doing movies for. Right. So I was like, yeah, it right. really ain't funny. It was catering like, to certain people. Yeah, they're running around Basically. making noises and yeah. like. It just show me how movies were done. I would love to do a black and white movie now, but yeah. flip the narrative. Right. Cause like certain things, like you can do them over, but if you do them the right way, it just makes it that much interesting. I agree. So, I agree, man. I have a few movies I want to remake in my career before it's all said and done. You see them on books in your future, Joe? Oh, this is a this is gonna be a series. Like I talk about this one talks about um, kids dealing with police. Then um, think about doing one about social media bullying. Okay. Then um, good touches, bad touches. Like it's gonna talk about topics that are hard for parents to talk about. That's right. the reason of the book. Right. But um, after well, this coming year, I'm dropping two remastered versions of this book. It has a teacher's edition. Okay. So like it has a lesson plan at the end, so it can, how you can integrate this topic with students on a teacher okay. level. Okay. And I have another version for parents. Okay. So basically, exercises you can do at home. And I have a um, Stacy Williams. Shout out to her. She's a teacher with PhD. So okay. she helped me structure the lesson plan. So that's gonna be 2021. That's dope, Joan, man. Just work. That's dope, working. man. This my copy, Joan. Yeah, bro. Man, I appreciate it, bro. Motherfucking Uncle June's talk and Urban Child's survival guide. I'll autograph, I guess. Hey man, yeah, I definitely need an autograph, man. I definitely need an autograph, June. Yeah, I had to find my autograph when I first started. The way that joint looked, ooh, man. Beautiful thing, bro. An author, filmmaker, man. This is huge, bro. This is huge. Yes, Tell the people how they can find you, June. Well, every social media platform, I am Juno Moore, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. Like, I literally try to keep it simple. So I am Juno Moore. I do follow back. Any young writers, actors, I got any, anything they want to ask, I'm pretty much open. So you direct message me, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Straight like that. Straight like that. Straight like that, man. Y'all fuck with us, man. This is another dope-ass interview at the Chop Up Hour with Uncle June. No. Author, man, movie maker, man. I see big things in this dude's future, man. Y'all fuck with him, man. Y'all know how to find us, man. IG, YouTube, motherfucking, uh, what we all on platforms, man? Everyone. 
Hold on, man. Y'all fuck with us, man. Another cool interview with Uncle June, man. This is a chop up out with Fat Man. We look forward to seeing this dude again. Y'all look forward to seeing this dude. This dude gonna be the household name in a minute. Make sure you turn on Netflix and the movie tickets. You won't see my name more. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. Now, next entertainment, baby. There it is, man. Y'all fuck with us, man. It's Chopper Power with Fat Man. Fuck with us. There it is.